Welcome y'all to the Black Hoof Saloon, a Wild West Exodus podcast. Mosey on up to the bar and get yourself a bottle of fire water or a glass of sarsaparilla and listen to some good old yarns about adventures of law dogs, outlaws, and weird creatures. So set a spell, water your ride or your rider, and get ready to tune up your posses. This is the Black Hoof Saloon. Howdy, howdy, all you buckaroos, and guess what? We're back. This is the Black Hoof Saloon. This is Eric here, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts. <laughs> We're back. It's happened. It's, it's really happened. happening. That's <laughs> right. The three amigos. Three amigos. <laughs> which which one are you, Brian? Are you Steve or are you Chevy? I know you already want to be Martin. So, yeah, I, how did you know? I just know, Tom. <laughs> My little buttercup has the happiest smile. Boy, there we go. We're we're starting back up after how many months, and we got Tom singing already. I know, right? <laughs> That's a good welcome back. So, yes, we're back for another episode. It seems like it's been uh, quite a while. It's been a crazy year past. Uh, I want to say at least half a year, right? Since we've kind of done something, it's been hard to get together and get our schedules in yeah, sync. We, we've occasionally teamed up, me and Eric occasionally teamed up and did a video here and there. Yeah, I did some YouTube stuff for Dystopian Wars. I and, created a um, few videos of my own. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Completely unedited. So sorry if y'all heard something weird. Well, I mean, you guys are productive. Try to be. Right. I get five minutes here and there, you know, I could try to do something, (laughs) but we basically this, uh, coming back show, uh, we wanted to talk to you guys just about what's been going on, where we've been, what's going on in the world of wild West Exodus and other games and change up the show a little bit with something we've been kind of talking about for a while, but where have we been? What has there been doing? Um, I am still delivering mail, still getting into too many games basically by myself because it's hard to get to stores and play games during these pandemic times. Uh, is it still pandemic time? I don't know. There's, uh, there's it's, still it's, craziness it's, going on. It's, it's endemic now, right? Endemic. endemic? Yeah. yeah, it is endemic. But some, some, some of the states still are in pandemic mode. So, mm-hmm. you know, some of our listeners may still have no place to go go game yet they're maybe waiting for the numbers i raise my hands so much like eric you'll be playing with yourself yeah i'm gonna take i'm gonna take your old yeah okay i'm gonna take your old phrase and i'm gonna kick my own ass in a game a lot of solo stuff um for me i've been getting into a lot of just you know checking out new systems um been getting into a lot of the independent games thanks to friend of the show Mac and us working on another project, another podcast, Indie Invasion Podcast, where we cover the independent game markets, other new games. Marvel Crisis is the newest one for me. I mean, it's comic books, right? So, I mean, over the winter, well, it's like early spring. I got the bug in my butt to go through my. 30 year old comics and be like, you know, I was like, I better take better care of these. So I kind of dove in, started filling those holes of old X-Men I had, uh, rebagging and boarding. And long story short, I started getting new stuff. And I went from three long boxes to I think I got 11 now. (laughs) I hate I hate and love eBay sometimes for that. But that's that's kind of what I've been doing and painting. I've been doing a lot of painting and hobbying. Uh, since I can't get to the stores and game, uh, Tom, you've had some, some changes this year, right? I have. Um, so, or, you know, going through spring and into summer, my kids are, uh, so both my, my oldest son and daughter are lacrosse players. So, uh, my son went through his soon, his senior year, uh, graduated and is off to college and he's continuing to play lacrosse in college. So that has been pretty, pretty cool. Uh, my daughter also plays, she's a goalie. So we had the summer full of tournaments and stuff. Yeah. You've been um, busy traveling pretty much, right? 
we've been traveling, we've been doing, she's actually, she's going to be heading down to Texas uh, in November for a group. Good time to go to Texas. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, she'll, she'll enjoy it. I'll still be, I I was originally supposed to go with her. I was going to try to actually meet up with Brian, but uh, the other big thing is I've moved jobs after 13 years with the same company. Yeah. Uh, So started three weeks ago. And that was, it was a voluntary, it was a choice. This was a life choice. (laughs) Nothing bad happened, Um, but an opportunity arose that was uh, really good for me. So I jumped on that. Yeah. Sometimes you need those changes, right? Yeah, really do. Uh, You know, I think I was, you know, I I was good at my job, but I was stagnating. I was kind of going through the motions and Mm -hmm. when, when you can do your job in your sleep, um, that's probably a bad thing. So, uh, new, new challenges, new horizons. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, so just life in general, uh, obviously we we can see, I was not hobby productive not that I ever really am. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you, it sounds like you were busy with family stuff. Uh, it just, I mean, you got kids, anybody that knows that if they have kids, they take up pretty much most of your life they did and especially if, if you have kids who play sports you have kids that play very competitive sports you know at a yeah. competitive level it it really does eat up your time it is a family commitment it is not a um single child commitment but yeah, yeah. um you know my son's off at school now so i don't have to worry about dra- dragging him all over my daughter, I still do have to drag all over. And then my youngest just started uh, playing soccer and taking Taekwondo. So okay, um, that's been <laughs> a whole nother adventure there. So it, it just keeps coming. <laughs> I, I feel like I kind of lucked out with the child thing. I mean, my child has moved out in the last year. Um, but even before when he's here, it was like, oh, here's a new video game system babysitter (laughs) i mean he was an only child too so it was a a whole totally different thing when you only have one child yeah Uh, once you once you get outnumbered it's hard (laughs) yeah yeah you almost need a referee then right you do um you know (laughs) uh, unfortunately i think i'm usually the referee (laughs) i see how that's going already (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know that, that's look i put on a ton of weight um you know i think i'm an alcoholic now uh, that, could be, that could just be two years of working at home i don't know <laughs> yeah that, that's true that's true so, so brian give everybody an update what have you been up to you've been actually very um active still on facebook i always see you posting stuff about dystopian wars so that's been kind of your new thing but what else have you been doing oh yeah that's about it uh so war cradle um freeland she sent me uh some sprues and so i was uh many of you have seen some of the videos and a lot of the pictures that i've I've done when they sent me something and then of course i bought a few of the factions myself Mm -hmm. Uh, i bought the big box the two-player box because i did like the the commonwealth and to be able to, you know, start demoing the game uh, once things got a little Eventually. easier publicly. And then I, I, the, I mean, the Imperium German, you know, the faction is, I, I like that faction. The Imperial Knights, you know, the Templar Knights theme is, is, is cool. So mm-hmm. I got them mainly one. So I'd have them on the Dystopian Orbs. Uh, game but then eventually with lost world exodus that's one of the factions that i was going to get posses or or detachments from that so so here i sit i've got those three i did actually buy uh, the box of the constitution class union fleet Mm -hmm. Um, i haven't really done much with those i did start building them I, i think i built one of the sprues and i think i've recorded i think i may have recorded building it or i or it's in the works. Like I, I did a test. So I do have, <laughs> I completely did the whole swap out so I can do uh, all the different versions of the cruiser that comes in the box. So okay, uh, I think I did the first sprue like that with the anticipation of doing a video, walking people through how to do it if they wanted to do it as well. That actually was a really fun build. It's probably one of the coolest parts about the dystopian wars is the building part. 
Yeah. Cause it's kind of neat to get their sprue and, and realize that, Oh yeah, there's six different cruisers. Good luck. You got to pick which one you like. <laughs> I can't, I haven't decided yet. You know, do you, so, either, you either have to do it how the way you're doing it with uh, the uh, magnets, right? <laughs> so you can have those options or you just have to buy a couple boxes. <laughs> or, or, but, but even then you, you have to know which one, right? Yeah. There's and a lot of I, options. I wouldn't want to do it randomly do. and without actually play, I haven't played the game yet. So it's, it's difficult to know, mm-hmm. you know, which cruiser is going to be more your play style until you actually get to play. So, so yeah, I've got tons of parts of ships, right? <laughs> I, I love how Brian's like a commercial. He's like, he's like, so you can do this thing with things. And I just happen to have it right here for you to look at. He's like, he's like, you know, buy now and you can get this one for free. Right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if you like, call I, in the next hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like uh, someone on, uh, the Sturgium Lounge kind of made a comment saying, "Hey, has anybody put these uh, uh, carved out these tokens, the little fighter tokens, and, oh, yeah, and I saw them that. in the air over the waves?" And I was like, "No, but I'm going to." So I, I just <laughs> out of nowhere, I started, you know, just to see how hard it was, how easy it would be, whatever. I, I was like, "Okay, let me give it a shot." So yeah, I've, I've done that, and it's not so difficult uh it is time consuming but man it's worth it they look amazing floating well, it's, in the air it's good to see that you you, you have one to show us <laughs> yeah i can we can see it but the listeners can't see it this will end up on youtube at some point come on yeah <laughs> no well yeah the, I'm, I'm, the pictures are all over yeah that looks good well it's good to hear that you've been keeping busy with hobbying all three oh, of us, well, like we said, is the same. Yeah, the, the, the line of work I'm in is has its own built-in uh, job security. The world is still as as it always was, so I'll always be needed in that capacity. Uh, some of the work I've been doing is actually kind of interesting. More of some of the things I'm doing are more de- department-wide impactful instead of just uh, my office alone. So that's actually kind of neat. Kind of gratifying when you do something like that. Right. You sent a, a document out and every person in the department had to read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, hey, that was me. <laughs> There's me still delivering Amazon boxes to everybody that's stuck at home because <laughs> they don't oh, want to go buy it. That's me. <laughs> it's easier to electronic buy it. No, you know what? I, I hate buying stuff online. I like to feel it and see it. And Touch it. No. Yeah. I know what I'm getting. I, you know. <laughs> I guess I'm from Amazon. I'm always a little, uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. A friend of mine was ordering, uh, he, he picks up like, uh, action figures. Like when they release these star Wars figures, like the oh, black yeah. series, but they release them in the, you know, the retro card. Backing, yeah. And he'll get them in the mail and it's like, they're mangled. <laughs> I didn't deliver Amazon. it. I didn't deliver yeah, like it. Amazon, no, but Amazon like <laughs> rammed it into one of the pouches oh, instead sure. of putting it in a box. And it's yep. like he gets it, and it's like, it, it. Why would you? Why would someone do that? Right? Why would they do that, knowing that it's like this is a collectible? You, you, you just they hire anybody out. and everybody, right. and that just they don't care. <laughs> right? It's, it's a paycheck. So some angry mom there. going. Kids in their toys. Wow. So that's kind of what we've been up to, guys. Um, life, like I mentioned, is kind of hard. Us, yeah, that's a good transition. It's been hard for the three of us to kind of sync up and get together. And we've tried to keep, you know, putting some content out there for you guys with the videos uh, on YouTube. Or uh, I put a couple just oddball read-throughs on on the the stream on podbean and google and wherever else the the audio is going up but we've been talking about doing different things uh we've been doing the show uh this is officially our episode episode 29 for uh prime show the main show not counting like our you know, we did one or two specials covering Lost World or Dystopian Wars, and I'm getting attacked by a cat right now. Get out of here. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to talk to Mike, and he 
sticks his whole body in front of the mic. So now I'm talking in front of to him. Um, but yeah, we, you know, we've been doing it for long enough that we kind of wanted to try something a little bit different. Uh, something that actually would make it easier to get the audio out to you guys. Maybe not quite as long. Cause I know some people don't like the super long ones. Me for my listening. I like long shows because I listen to stuff in the mail truck, you know, while I'm delivering mail. Other people, people who like short people who like short shows that were kind of weird. Well, That's, like I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking too short, but we were doing. Well, I think at one point we were pushing three hours with some of our shows, and I I, I don't know who to blame for that, Brian. Um, <laughs> those are the good shows, though. Those are the, those are the good shows. That's where we really get deep into topics. Deep into topic, and yeah, we mispronounce well, and, and words honestly, and. We would record over three different nights. Yeah, yeah. So and that's, that's, that's the one thing that was getting to where it was difficult was to, you know, keep getting together to finish the one show. So right. we kind of talked about and we thought maybe if we cut the show in length and time where we could actually do a show in one recording and then, you know, I can get it out easier to everybody and we can try and talk about different stuff too. We kind of wanted to talk about, you know, different stuff we're into, whether it's other games or uh, other interests. You know, I mentioned that I got back into, you know, taking care of uh, comic book stuff that I had for like 30 years now. And it sucked me back in, dang it. And, you know, so I think in doing that, it kind of opened my eyes to other games out there that are, you know, Marvel related, like Marvel Crisis Protocol or uh, another one's Marvel United. I got into that one because it's kind of a it's a good family game. Anybody can understand it and play and still have a good time. So that was something else we were thinking about trying to do and branch and the out. Minis, it, the minis are adorable in that game, too. By the they way, They are. You know, I, I am not a big fan of Chibi, but for some reason, something about a Chibi you know, Wolverine that I should be getting any day now kind of appeals to me. It's like, okay, he's this, he's the best at what he does, a kicking ass, but he's, he's kind of cute. Yep. <laughs> I want to pat him on the head. <laughs> well, look, I, I, I just want to be, go out there. The only way I could play Marvel United is if the villain is Mojo and it happens on Mojo World. I... Otherwise, it makes no sense for them to be chibi. <laughs> but in mojo world it makes perfect sense yeah <laughs> does anything actually make sense to be chibi no but they're adorable no. you can't you can't uh, stay yeah, angry at chibis literally i would not play it unless it was mojo mojo it was a mojo verse game i would i we would we would get you over there and we'd be like we're gonna play this you'd be like no we're, we're, we'll just be like we're filming it for mojo verse here's shatters how did we get them out of mojoverse that's sorry that's the game i'm there yep yep (laughs) but so that's kind of where we're standing uh as of now you guys for the show uh hopefully we can get on a regular routine with this uh we haven't talked about release schedule or anything like that uh we're just gonna that's the idea we have. We're going to run with it for a while. See what, you know, throw it at the wall, see if it sticks type of thing. Sure. And, 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 let, and let's, let's be upfront about it. I'm usually the problem child. So, <laughs> so when there's scheduling difficulties, it's me. <laughs> Brian, Brian and Eric are, are very productive. I'm like, oh, guys, I'm, I got to sleep sometime. <laughs> so, yeah, you got you to do what I tell my wife. I sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> she's like why are you one o'clock tomorrow why are you still up i gotta get this done <laughs> i can't get none done till you guys go to bed uh-huh that's exactly it so, so. <laughs> my 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 uh k-cup machine is kind of my favorite thing in the house you know nice instead of making a whole pot i just want a cup oh maybe another cup so <laughs> but that's that's that um and we do have kind of a main topic but we're like I said, changing some off stuff up and we're going to talk about some updates about our favorite War Cradle game. So we'll go ahead and move into, I guess it's our main topic right yeah. now. Brian, you're on. 
I'll intro, Brian. <laughs> Since you're busy. Stop being productive. Pay attention. <laughs> So our main topic today for this welcome back episode, guys, is we're going to do here. I, I, I'm setting you up here, Tom. State of the Union. Why is that my setup? Because when we yeah, were talking about this, you said we got to talk about all the factions, not just the union. Oh, yeah. there's. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't tell when we were talking about that, if that like confused Brian. But I knew where you're going with that right away. And I was just laughing. <laughs> but no, we're going to talk about. As the state of WWX, we're going to talk a little bit about dystopian wars, maybe Lost World, Firestorm, some of the other stuff. Um, there's a lot of people out on Facebook world that I always see questions like in there on the Dark Council and some of the other groups of people asking, you know, what's the status of this? We haven't heard any news lately. So we're kind of going to just I guess, hash that out, right? Talk a little bit about it, Brian. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that, that question comes up periodically. And then of course, there's a few people who scuttlebutt that, oh my God, things are horrible because we haven't seen any new Wildwest Exodus releases. And I do know the, the COVID impact to War Cradle was they could not keep that commitment to have Wildwest Exodus releases stay at the same level while dystopia wars was coming out because yeah. obviously there was so much restrictions in the uk that Weren't they, they, really they were um they were still printing out of country too then right right so you know traditionally all the plastics would be were were created in china and then shipped over mm-hmm. so which is probably the biggest reason dystopian wars was delayed was because obviously the china shut down first right so yeah yeah it was kind of very close to the chinese new year too so it's kind of like just all roped together so at that point they had no no knowledge of when the stuff that they had committed to being created in china could get finished yeah yeah so obviously war cradle at that point was they went ahead and said, okay, well, here's some stuff that we can release that we've already been working on. And that's when mythos was coming out. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And at that point, the wild West Exodus stuff that had been in the pipeline, they slowly released those. They kind of spread it out more. Yeah. Instead of releasing those three things that we probably would have gotten, they were like, oh, here's some mythos and we're going to, you know, string out, the wildless exes that they already produce and they're just waiting for their turn to be released. They spread those out. So that's what we've been getting is their production is, is kind of been changing over the last year. Yeah. So last summer during the big lockdown in the UK, Warcraft bought their own plastic injection productivity system. I, I don't know the details of what it is, or I don't even, I'm not, I'm not into the technology end of it, but they now can create their own plastics. Yeah. In house. That's what the dystopian wars became. Originally it was going to be mostly resin with, I think just the frigates going to be plastic, but those would have been produced overseas in China. So when China basically dried up because they shut down during COVID war cradles, reliance on another business to produce their stuff, they were like, well, let's let's invest in ourselves and do it, do in-house uh, plastics. So um, now they had done some plastics in-house and I guess as a test theory that they, yeah, could they were it. experimenting to see what right. kind of and results was, they could get. We had seen the, the attack dogs, the, the gun dogs, and then the, um, I want to did they have a watchers that was plastic? Mm, I think they did. Yeah. Um, I don't have any of the new watchers, but I'm thinking that there's one of the assets in the watchers box is plastic. I think it may be those, those beta chokies maybe. Yeah. I think it's that like the hands or the support, one of the two. Right. So not both. Anyway, so they've been teasing about it. Well, now they actually do. And so all of the ships, that have been released through uh, 
through War Cradle are either resin for the big, the largest series of ships. So like they're what they're considered their battleships. Those are resin. But then each box has two of that box's sprues, Mm -hmm. right? So, and they kind of make their, so far they've released two different types of sprues per faction that, that come out. So you have, except for the union, we haven't seen their, their support sprue yet, but, but the plastics are really good. They really remind me of the quality of the Wallace X's hand sprues. I mean, that it just, they're so well designed. Mm -hmm. Uh, And my theory is we will see more plastics from Boar Cradle, but that may also be why we see a delay in new Wild West Exit stuff. It's kind of almost kind of like um, starting over in a way. Start starting over. Well, how you... Starting over. It's just they're transitioning to being able to provide us more plastics. Yeah, be more right. independent too. From like you because, mentioned, the other companies. Right. Yeah. So I I have a feeling that the last of you know some of the last few things we had from Wild West Exodus that was released were already mostly produced, so it was easy to get those out yeah. uh, while also focusing on the new game, which is dystopian war. So uh, that's what's interesting is without any teases or specifics from Stuart, there's something coming, and when it comes, it's going to probably blow everyone's pants off because <laughs> you know of the, the the delay of any news right yeah uh, yeah because usually i i know that's one of the things like especially right now you know as we're recording this it's late september we're in a, almost in october and a lot of times at this point in the month we've already seen teases come out you know right uh, and the where, one the one thing i know Stuart has said is there is no dystopian wars releases for october yeah, and they're not done releasing all the faction no, stuff no. for that, right? But for yeah. some reason, October's a pause in Dystopian Wars, but there is something they just haven't they haven't shown what that's coming for pre-order. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things I think is also interesting about them bringing their man, you know, their bulk of their manufacturing, if not all their manufacturing, in house. Um, somewhere along the line, I recall. Uh, mentioned that they may also be doing work for other companies. So you now have a UK based company that can produce, Um, you know, so now you're not having to go to China for everything. They, you can now go to war cradle and, you know, if you're a new independent company or, you know, or not, you just need something produced. You go to them and you say, Hey, you know, what can you do? Can you make this thing? What kind of timetables do you have, et cetera? Yeah. There's there's manufacturing in the UK now for the environment of of everything, you know, that that could make a lot of ripples down the road. So mm-hmm. uh, so exciting things. Uh, but that's wild success it is. We don't know what's coming, haven't released anything. Yeah, there hasn't been any like kind of hints towards major changes in rules or anything like that. It's just kind of, we just know something big is coming through Stuart's subtle ways of hinting. <laughs> um, so it's uh, other- some of us are more tied into that, um, that, that rumor <laughs> yes. mill. So that there may be, may be things that I'm not able to talk about because of, of that, but yeah. he's tight lipped. We don't even know, right, Tom? <laughs> The, the thing is, is, this is what a lot Brian of things tells us. I'm he talking about us. is speculation, not from anything that I may know. It's, yeah. it's more important that the changes to work cradle in the past year means there are big things coming. We just don't know what they are yet. You know, Lost World Exodus, obviously, because that is supposed to surface after Dystopian Wars is fully in the public. Yeah, uh, which yeah, that was the original time. the plan, right. but I mean, we've had almost two years where it just disrailed like everything and everybody. Right. So yeah, we 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 we've been getting some of the some of the things we've been getting this past year for Wild West Exodus are, are actually Lost World Exodus um, detachments, right? So, yeah. which is again a no brainer, right? I mean, it was 
twofold. You know, you, you, you were seeding the, the idea of this new game that's coming, but then also providing Wild West Exodus fans with, with neat, neat things they can start using now. Yeah. So the, I know earlier in the year, they teased several small Lost World Exodus, like legendary figures. And a few of those came out. So we saw, obviously, Drum for the Wrath of the Nautilus. He came out. We then saw the uh, legendary, I'm going to butcher the name, Ichiko Kuga, which is, you know. I wasn't going near that. (laughs) 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 And so she's basically one of the models that came in the um, Celestial Pride of the Nikomaka, where she has this little cat-like creature on her base. Well, in her legendary form, that creature is now enlarged and she's, it's a mount. So she's riding her. She, her she didn't like take her sword out and put it in the air and say some magic echoey words and point it at him. Did she? No, or, I don't think like, so. Confusing uh, that with another property. You might be. Oh man, oh man. But so so we've seen some stuff. Uh one of the last things that they teased that we haven't seen yet, so maybe we'll see it uh sometime this year or into the next year was a an enlightened like flying, like a flyer model. And so that was really kind of neat to see that tease, but we haven't seen that. So that's the only thing that they kind of showed us that we should have seen, but maybe it got delayed for something. Yeah. Uh, or maybe seen- that's gonna be We've seen more terrain in the past year. They've come out with uh, a new like town set, right? They had the uh, Rio Sonora. Oh yeah. Okay. So the War Cradle Scenix that division has been, I guess, one of the few divisions that were able to keep churning things out because yeah. they've been putting out some just really incredible uh, scenery sets and terrain sets. And not just for Wild West Exodus, you know, they also put out something for Marvel Crisis. Mm-hmm. They, they did That's their right. own uh, cityscape with uh, even the Sorcerer Supreme townhouse kind of yeah. thing. I yeah, mean, that really, was nice. Really the Sanctum Yep, it was really good. Yeah, and then they've they've come out with several of the what they call Bloomsville, which is uh, or Bloomsburg, and it's, it's a fantasy it's, line. It, it's fantasy-esque but uh would be okay with like east coast uh so you can use it for mythos or yep. even wildlife exodus you know because wildlife exodus is not just you know westerns you can yeah, use those the badlands as well oh yeah but rio sonora that that is a really amazing set it was like the first set that they did where they printed or laser cut all of the pre-primed MDF. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, they came color. color. Yeah, so that spells what's coming coming next even better, right? So we've yeah. seen this amazing kind of like you know Arizona esque Pueblo mm-hmm. buildings from that set, all with the neat little sci fi you know metal reinforcements and stuff, and that set was really beautiful. And I'm like, so you know, I want it still. Yeah, you know, what I didn't really get gets it. me about the uh, the scenics that they do is we think of them as you know Exodus or Mythos or whatever. Um, I saw a for sale group uh, the other day, and I think the guy was selling like maybe his war machine or something, and it was all Exodus terrain that they were right. that they were set up and displayed in and everything, and it, and it looked good, like it went somehow. I don't know why, but yeah. it, it worked. You know, right. and so, so the, their terrain is really started to, uh, I think, get noticed by um, other game systems outside yeah. of their own. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. it's like when they start doing the color stuff and all you have to do is put it together. It That's when I kind of started getting like the, the reminded of what some of the companies like foreground make. They make all, you know, kind of pre-painted type of stuff that can be used a multitude of games and that's kind of neat that them breaking out of uh this this scenery is for this game system right you can use it in other systems now i mean 
I mean, we kind of start seeing that with the 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 Bayou stuff, because I mean that could you know they're branching out of the West. They could it could be down south, you know, in Louisiana somewhere, and use it for a different game. So I, I like seeing if you look back all over it all, you see a progression and how they're kind of starting to you know make the stuff that just can be expanded out to whatever right. the customer one wants. Of, one of the recent sets they released, it was not advertised as uh, Wild West Exodus. It was mainly a sci-fi compound with like bunkers and that kind of stuff. So it was mm-hmm. like straight up for Infinity or, you know, Warhammer 40K. Uh, Some kind of and, sci-fi, basically. Yeah, or- totally sci-fi. But they sent it to, you know, a hobby YouTuber and he's opening it and he's building it. It's all colored. It's, it's in that new format that they've been doing where it literally you build it, it's ready to go. And the way that they layer MDF details, the guy is like, the, the guy they sent it to is a craft terrain builder. Not, he doesn't do let me build your model set terrain. He yeah. builds them from scratch. And he's building this set and you can just tell he's like, and he keeps saying things like, you know, this isn't like what I do, but this is amazing. (laughs) 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 And he's right, because I've built a lot of the uh, red, the red oak series of terrain and they're, they're amazing. Yeah, it seemed like the red oak was where they really learned a lot, Um, even in the, the later sets of the red oak like the uh crematorium you look at that oh, set i don't have that one yet but that is on my need to buy list i mean that was one where they start doing interiors and yeah. all the different it wasn't just okay here's four walls and a roof you know then they start putting more and more and more detail over that whole line and by then i think that was the last one they did for red oak the detail in that one was crazy right so yeah i i'd like I think it was cool to see that progression of them growing as, right. you know, I a business and producing. Last, I think that was the last blue primered set. Everything yeah. since then has been colored mm-hmm. to where even the Bloomberg uh, stuff is, is all murky colored, different shades of wood. So when you build it, it's ready to go. Yeah. You just put it you on know? the table. Right. And so that's, that's the goal. And so it'll be interesting to see what comes next. Uh, and or like you like Tom said, how they going to market that for not just Wildwood Exodus but elsewhere. Yeah. And what I saw when a, the guy was building these, obviously designed for sci-fi, I was like, dude, those straight up could be a Union bunker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I saw some of that, and you, I immediately go, okay, Watchers. It could be been used for Watchers. It could be used for Enlightened. Um, you know, there, there were applications for it in their existing games also. Right. And then, then you see all the other sci-fi applications for it. Yep. So yep. yeah, it'd be neat to see what comes next with the terrain. And then as far as dystopian wars, they, they, they almost got everything out. Well, they have two factions that have, it doesn't have anything out yet. Okay. And then the union and the crown are anemic right now because they only have a box apiece. So, okay. uh, they haven't really, again, War Cradle is real good about keeping things pretty much on that schedule where you learn about the next pre-orders at the end of the current month. Mm-hmm. So the the pre-orders have a month until release. So we haven't seen anything, haven't seen any teasers come out. Next now week, next uh, week would be a prime week to okay. about something. And the other stuff I know that they've had in the works, like Firestorm and Armor Clash and stuff. Those, all those ones, I think were put on hold because of pandemic um which well, makes so, sense i mean they're still going to do something it's just they with what we've been talking about them kind of adjusting and uh changing a little bit of how they produce products uh, yeah, I think the last time i heard any of that stuff being discussed the they're not technically on hold because they're they're still, still working they, on them, right? They're still where they were, right? Yeah. So Firestorm Armada, I think, is next up after Lost World Exodus. Mm-hmm. And before they begin the work for Armored Clash, which would okay. be a uh, tank 
scale being. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I believe they envisioned that one being set in Africa. So it would have a whole new, its own thing. But I do believe they, their Firestorm is the next one after Lost World Exit. So based on that, I mean, we, we haven't really seen the rules. Hold on. Pause. What is that? Wow. It's like apocalypse. Knock it off. <laughs> you were talking about a wrestling ring. It sounds like his dogs just threw down. Yeah, seriously. Wow. <laughs> so you know what I, I really like talking about those scenics. They they are the new ones that are coming up are made for people like me who just want to put the crap together and go. Yeah, because I don't have time to paint. I don't have time, but I can put something together and to be able to just put, put it together and go is perfect for someone like me. Well, I like that. You know, I mentioned you can almost, they're starting to move to that user for any game system. I have a lot of game systems, little, little tiny independent stuff that you need five models and you play but you need scenery for it. So this is the kind of thing that you could use for the other games, whether it's fantasy or sci-fi or stuff. Um, zombies. I got lots of zombie games that can need scenery. So something like the Gloomberg stuff works, you know, uh, yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I got these rule systems, but no minis. Well, I I'm rating the board games for my minis. I got enough zombicide to do that. And, you know, war cradles making really cool terrain that you could use and stuff like that. Yep. So, all right. Well, I, is there anything else we want to mention with uh, like updates, state of the union, where games are, what we think's coming, stuff we like can give, that? We, we can give the secrets about uh, the secret behind the curtain stuff. Like when Brian gets a little teaser or something, his teaser turns into something in the uh, our chat that goes, Hey guys, I know something you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pretty mad about that, ain't he? <laughs> and, that's, and that's it. I've sworn to secrecy, but I know something. <laughs> and then that's it. So we, you know, Eric and I don't find anything out from Brian either. So no, he, it's news to us when he breaks it on the show. So yeah, he's, he's very tight lipped. So uh, sorry, everyone. Uh, you know, <laughs> nobody tells me anything because I have loose lips, but <laughs> you, you sink all the ships. I do sink all the ships. That's why I'm not allowed to play dystopian wars. Uh, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, just a little peek behind the curtain. We don't know a whole lot. I guess I could say that about most things, but. <laughs> <laughs> about exploring different games we can explore different games um so this was a topic that i broached with the guys as i've been uh slowly toying around with other game systems and i know eric does um you know he posts little pictures of things that he's painting and, and working on so it's very clear that he's he's also doing other things and so i'm calling this the other side of the bar or saloon yeah yeah i mean <laughs> So reality is, we, yes, this this podcast was built around originally Exodus and most of War Cradle games, but we're not a War Cradle. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. Uh, is really what it comes down to. Um, we we're we're not affiliated with War Cradle. We don't work for War Cradle. You know, we just happen to be big fans of their stuff. And we but, like exploring different stuff, different games, right? Yes. Exactly. Uh, different types of games, different. Um, I play a lot of, well, I joke around that I don't uh, have any kind of um, progress right. I make. I do a lot of playing board games and stuff with my family, with my kids. So, you know, we've tried a lot of different things. We played, we've kind of settled into something that we really like. Unstable Unicorns is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's cute and cutthroat at the same time, which is, you know, mm -hmm. pretty good family game. <laughs> um, you know, so, uh, you know, I, I broached it with you guys and said, Hey, do you want to cover some other things too? Because, Frankly, that's what I get to do. <laughs> well, you know, and I, I yeah. thought of, I was thinking about how, we, how would we rope this into the show and stuff. And I, I started thinking, you know, other people like us that are fans of Wild West Exodus, Dystopian Wars, they probably play other games. 
So yeah. it would be fair to think that somebody out there also likes Zombicide or they also like, you know, these family like games or, you know, Marvel Crisis Protocol or Star Wars Legion. Yep. I, I mean, it's fair, you know, as a gamer, any gamer is going to play more than one system. Yep. I mean, there's some that make it their lifestyle games, you know, like the GW uh, fanboys, but, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, right. that's but my whole take on it was, you know, we want to grow the, ch- the, the channel, mm-hmm. right? So we had a pretty good excuse not to record yep. because there wasn't a whole lot of Wild West Exes. Yeah. 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 So if we're a Wild West Exes po- podcast, you hit a wall really eventually. Yeah. Right. Yep. And aside from being repetitive and regurgitating things we've already done or, I'm sure there's a few showdowns that we could have done, but we didn't have anything to talk about. Yeah. And we may still, you know, it's something that we could always still go back to if the idea arises. And no, because we're going to be committing to Wallace Exodus, but Mm -hmm. we won't have that excuse to stop. (laughs) Well, and and to be clear, we can pick up other games and, and, and discuss them. Hey, you know, I, I've just got into this cool new thing. Yep. Right. And and the focus will still be Exodus. It'll be other uh, War Cradle games are still going to be the main focus of the podcast. But basically, we will have a segment yep. on other things that we do, you right. know, whatever, whatever that is. And you know what? It's our podcast. We get to. (laughs) (laughs) So what are some of these different games, Tom, that you're getting into? I, I, I know one of them that's on the top of your list because you're trying to push it on me and with your trench coat. (laughs) So um, I've been getting into uh, Star Wars Legion. I, I just like the models. I like, I like army scale stuff too, not just skirmish scale stuff. So um, I'm a huge fan of the Clone Wars cartoon you know, Bad Batch coming out and, uh, you know, the seven seasons of Clone Wars that was out, plus the the crazy little, like, psychedelic trip of Clone Wars that happened before the modern Clone Wars. Um, you know, I've had all of that. So to me, it was really cool that they started putting out the clone armies. And, you know, uh, you know, you can get the ARC troopers. You can get just the regular little troopers. You can get specialists built into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tanks, the the walkers, the whole nine yards there to me was really, really intriguing. Um, and so, you know, also you have the characters, you have Rex, you have Anakin, you have uh, Obi-Wan. So to me, that was really intriguing to kind of get into those and, and start building up and learning that. And you then the, the other side of that is you start, you get the starter for that. And you also get the clankers. So you've got the Trade Federation, and so you get all those guys and all the cool different robots they have, and you know the the wacky car- you know cast of main bad guys they have there. Uh, you know they've also got the uh, oh, there's Brian showing off his stuff again. <laughs> um, that was that was so- my legion that I bought after you talked so much about it last <laughs> November. <laughs> So, so now we just have to get Eric. We just have to rope Eric in. Man, uh, so, I'm going to get you know, Brian in the, the one that I got into. So, so you know, uh, same as Eric, Crisis Protocol. Just yep. uh, That's been my new hotness. And, you know, it's funny as I told local players, uh, uh, one of my local players for Wild West Exodus through the last year with pandemic and stuff, he was getting this because it was something he could play with his family. You know, it was simple enough. And man, he was, he was riding me. He was riding me. And then when I saw the X-Men come out, you know, Magneto, that's what did it to me. And I'm like, okay. I, Cause I, I wasn't a fan of the start starter box because of the characters are in it. They just were never one of my favorite comics growing up, but yep. yeah, the X-Men got me. I knew you were in the second you were like, Oh, hey, I just saw the, this Magneto guy, so I picked him up because this is such a cool model. I yeah, was you like, knew that, them, I was huh? like, got him. I got him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're both jerks because I was fighting getting the Star Wars, and, of course, my nickname was Jedi Powell, so why wasn't I in Legion? And the <laughs> yeah, only really. reason I didn't get Legion was because I had just bought Gob Tun of Imperial uh, what is it, Imperial Assault. 
assault. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And then they up and decided, oh, now that you've bought all the Imperial SART, we're ditching that and we're creating yeah. Legion. And what yep. do they do? They create it in a different scale. Other <laughs> truckers. <laughs> so I was literally boycotting Legion just because of that, right? He was yep. butt hurt. He got butt hurt. And, and then Tom was like, oh, I got it. I got it. I'm getting it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. and he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to- totally go get the, you know, the Obi Wan and uh, you know, get the the clones, yeah, clones." And I was like, "Yeah, that's I was thinking of those, but then, <laughs> then they released, uh, you know, Ren and her Mandos." I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay, I'm going." <laughs> that's what got him. That's what got him right there, Mando. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i got me i, I got come me on commandos to paint <laughs> and you you know that there's gonna be kane and there's gonna be ezra and they're all gonna be rebels and oh that's gonna be so yeah cool. i'm gonna need that bastards so yeah <laughs> the, so i i had a i had a christmas star wars legion you know windfall uh, <laughs> and then so i'm like okay then eric's like eric both of these two are like oh marvel 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 okay so before <laughs> I grew up collecting X-Men, so I'm like, same thing with uh, Eric. It's like, eh, it's the Avengers. It's like, yeah, yeah the movies are good, but... I mean, yeah. I went out of my way to find a different figure that wasn't Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> and I got the alternate universe Captain America, just so I don't have to use them. <laughs> I love Etsy. <laughs> so, yeah, so had they, had they released Marvel Crisis as a mutant-focused box yeah i probably wouldn't have survived this long so so far i've been then shielding off all the blows and then i'm at work and some one of the guys i know (laughs) from a different ship walks over and goes hey pal you want to check out these i just started this game i'm like oh jeez like i needed (laughs) the one-two punch (laughs) well they they also i i was really excited when they came out with uh cable and domino I, I was always a big cable guy. I am trying to find those. I, I know of a local <laughs> store that has them. I, it's like the last ones I have to get from that. That uh, Well, I do have to get Deadpool too, but I don't know if I want to get them. Um, I might get them for Bob. But I was yeah. going to say, you get, you get Bob. You get yeah, a, you I want get Bob. A nice, a nice uh, uh, chimichanga truck. Yeah, <laughs> piece of terrain, um, which is one of the things I like about the game. It's got that ter- interactive terrain. I, I mean, not only... You know, we talked about Magneto, and that's what got me. Well, I played a learning game with him, and Magneto got to throw a building at the Green Goblin. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome. So I just started trying to grab everything and throw it at the villains. I was like living my childhood comic book fantasy of being magneto and he can just move everything and throw it at you and that and that that's why the game's so cool you you you, everybody's got different favorite heroes and now they're starting to get enough critical mass and um to you everybody's favorites are out there somewhere you know there's someone out there that you like and Um, there's more coming that's the neat thing about the game so brian there may be something that hooks you on that game just yet no seriously i told you i saw pre-order for colossus and Magic. that was it yeah i know i yeah i saw that and i was like i have to (laughs) yeah i gotta get him and i gotta get juggernaut and and i'm done yeah you know you're not not (laughs) um i i I also i'm i used to be very much a card gamer and i do play some card games with my kids you know we we have one night werewolf play on stable unicorns a lot there is a both a GI Joe and a Transformers card game coming out that I have piqued my interest. They're cooperative. They're one to four player cooperative, and mm-hmm. you and you just they're. I think that's Renegade that's coming out. Yeah, that, it's right? Renegade. Yep, and it, and you just start with like you know your little like grunts, and you build out like entire teams of like Joes and stuff. And that was when I was a kid, GI Joe was, that's all I played with. That's all I had was GI Joe. But I mean, I had GI Joe coming out of my ears. I had the headquarters, the helicopters, the Tomahawk, <laughs> you know, the sky striker. I had, I got the helicopter and the of, tank sitting uh, on a table over there as terrain. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got the whale upstairs in the closet. <laughs> oh, the whale was so cool. You know, uh, and 
you know, no matter what you had, someone else always had something else. And you're like, Oh, that's so cool. What I have isn't as cool as that because I don't have it. (laughs) Weren't we spending a day you were texting us about the RPG coming for GI Joe. There is, there's an RPG coming for also by Renegade. It looks like it's all set to kind of be released at the same time. Um, They're pre-ordering the GI Joe RPG and a Transformers RPG. And I bet you they cross over. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the rules are similar enough to where you can cross them in. It's probably the same system. Now, yeah. mind you, I was an RPG guy, not a tabletop gamer. Yeah. I was right. an RPG gamer. So both of those conversations we had last week about that, I'm like, okay, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, Brian, and, no. And nowadays. Know, I was never a very good game master, but if you are, I would love to play a Oh, boy, and I see smoke coming out of his ears, Brian. And in today's okay, so world, everybody's yeah. RPGing right here. I say, <laughs> I still have most of my created content for when I was game mastering what, D&D, game mastering Star Wars, game mastering Rifts, which is the Palladium game. Yep, I know Rifts. Uh, I mean, I was big into that. Heck, I, I was in the process of writing a new Jedi Order source book manual for Star Wars RPG that I pretty much built right as Wizards of the Coast like collapsed that version oh, of the man. RPG. So it was like, you mother... I was so irritated, but I had done all this work, original artwork to go in the book, all kinds of stuff. It, it's a full source book. You know, the full Yuzig Vong, how, how their casts work. I've, I've designed all their weird, wacky weapons and stuff in, in that d20 system it, oh i when i played star wars i used to play the west end games one where it was all that d6 system i, I love that system eric you're, you're on mute but you know what fantasy flight yeah that was me on mute for once uh fantasy flight has reprinted those those books that you're really? talking about Tom. You know, yeah, in a box in a box set i think it's a two book box set that they did that would make sense. There was basically the ascent essentially was the DM guide. The it player. is not expensive either. Really? I no. kind of might check that out. <laughs> I, loved, I actually enjoyed that system a lot. So it was a very simple system. Yeah. With the last year, one of the things that, you know, me and the wife got into was D and D and RPG because couldn't go anywhere. Well, I was writing little one shots and, you know, running her and my son through some of the very basic D and D stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, then, like, I just showed these guys the the new Deadlands box set that I got at Kickstarter. And, and then I started looking into some Cthulhu games. Uh, my wife loves the Cthulhu mythos, so we were getting into that one. But, yeah, there's a lot of good RPG game systems so, out there. So you've you've heard it here, here first, breaking news. There's going to be... The Wild West Exodus G.I. Joe RPG run by <laughs> Brian Jedi Powell. <laughs> Details to come soon. Come, coming, coming soon. soon yes. <laughs> to be announced. <laughs> me, me and you, me and you, Tom, can be like uh, uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid right in the town. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Brian throws everything at us. It doesn't matter because. Pew, 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 pew. Rock and roll, machine gunner, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, so. I think that's about it for what we're getting into our other side of the bar. Um, well, we did not even touch the. No, we stuff. didn't, because there's talk a lot more. And uh, yeah, I have a whole shelf behind me. We didn't of, talk about the He-Man Kickstarter, dude. I, you know what? I kind of <laughs> was thinking we should stay away from that because that would be another hour. <laughs> Another yeah. hour, another 500 bucks. There's, yeah, <laughs> 500, 500 bucks is not lying because every day something new unlocks on there that you got to spend at least 50 bucks for. Yeah, I was telling Eric, I was like, oh, they added a, a She-Ra box. And I'm like, I, I could probably avoid that box. Although, man, that Pegasus. But sure then you're not complete. Cool. You need to be complete. <laughs> and then it's not complete. Don't talk about not complete because that <laughs> probably work. But. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. So if you guys didn't know about this, that's one to go check out. You can see why we're all in pain about this one, because it's a typical CMON Kickstarter where they just keep adding more and more and more. (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah, I get away with 100. 
Oh, no. <laughs> That's where it started was when I first saw it, I was like, this looks pretty cool. And it's only like, you know, a hundred bucks. Yep. I yeah, knew better. It, it, I knew better. Yeah. No, I've not, done enough Zombicide Kickstarters that I knew better. Well, okay. So to, like, cause me and Eric both participated in the, the Zombicide. The Western. Uh, Dead or Alive. Yeah. And so it was a Wild West zombie game. And I was kind of, eh. But then they, horses. I'm like, ooh, I could use those in Wild Medicine. And I can use all the the people in yes, town folk and as, yeah, civilians, you know, or you can use them as, as, you know, your lynch mobs and stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. There's a little crossover usability. Mm-hmm. But then they added horses. It's like, oh, crap. That's awesome. And then they were like, oh, and here's horse horses without riders. And I was like, but yeah. it's a $20 add on. It's not, in the campaign it's like oh you jerks then they put a nun on a whore a no a nun on a donkey if yeah, you bought it's on a donkey heroes on horseback and so that was another like 20 bucks you're like put a nun on a on a donkey you know so yeah that i think we have to turn in our pledge thing by the end of the month yeah pretty soon, pretty soon not yet because <laughs> <laughs> now i'm like oh see there's he-man <laughs> yeah 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 how am i gonna how would i do that i might have to do i might have to just do a ten dollar pledge now see with you do it later <laughs> i've done that before it's like not help with the campaign because it doesn't look like it needs it but it gives me more time to figure out what yeah yeah sacrifice i'll make to to get <laughs> but hey you guys listening if uh we're gonna do a call out if you guys have any favorite games that are non wild west exodus dystopian wars like some of the stuff we just talked about uh send us an email or a message on facebook and tell us you know we may be into it and maybe if there's interest that you guys want to hear us talk about them maybe we can turn one of us here onto something that we don't know about uh yeah more games (laughs) but i think that's going to be about it for today's episode of us getting back into it we want to keep this shorter for you guys that uh, maybe like the shorter shows and i mean this is like half of what we, we normally do and we can do it all in one sitting so that makes it easy to get out to everybody but If you guys want to hear more of our audio, check us out on Podbean. I think we're on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, and some other ones that I've never heard of. But every once in a while, I get an email from that. Hey, we're on iHeartRadio? I think so. Really? I think I I did that that through, uh, through our Podbean thing they had where you can link up. Nice. Also, be sure to check us out on Facebook. We have a Facebook page that you guys can go like and check out what we're working on you can post stuff on there we're on youtube instagram and twitter uh those things have been kind of quiet lately but we're trying to get back into it usually if there's some breaking news i'll post it on the page or something and when you're at those please like subscribe push all those buttons it tells us that you guys are listening and like what you're hearing and if you have any questions or comments or you have any game suggestions for us that i just mentioned you can email us at blackhoofsaloon at gmail.com and as always support is great so the best thing you guys could do is tell a friend about the show tell them that hey we got this you know maybe it's a a a wild west Texas player dystopian wars player that doesn't know about our podcast turn them on to it we're good for a laugh right sure as i'm looking at you tom (laughs) I bring the laws. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) All right. All right. But that's about it. So until next time, hopefully not too long, uh, like last time, we'll yak at you guys later. And remember when you're out there to ride with the sun at your back and always roll those big crits. This is Eric saying, take it easy. Bye, folks. There it is. (laughs) So whatever he's got to remember. Nice. Thanks for stopping by the Black Hoof Saloon, y'all. We hope you enjoyed your visit. 
Feel free to get a hold of us with comments or questions via the interwebs and shoot us a telegraph at blackhoofsaloon at gmail.com. You can also find us on the Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Music for the podcast was provided for use by Ross Bugden and can be found at one of his YouTube channels, Ross Bugden Music or Ross Bugden Composer. Until your next visit, ride with the sun at your back and always roll those big crits. so I know where we are. So if you see me waving, it's like, okay, we got we to move on. That's the first time I ever got that announcement where it's like, this meeting is being recorded. <laughs> and then I guess do our State of the Union, Brian. Uh, we don't really have any news, so. Not that uh, I can blab yet. Oh, I put it under the main topic. The other side of the bar, exploring different games. Blab it, blab it. All right, but, so but, we're not beholden, we're not beholden to work. It'll blab it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna jump into it. Have to actually spend the money on it. That, that's what I got into it with. Was I had a hundred dollar gift card and uh, said, "Well, what am I gonna do to Amazon?" I didn't have anything from Amazon. I was like, "Well, it's eighty bucks for the the base game." And yeah, you yeah, know, I, I think I'm just gonna advertise. You know, you know. If you buy me the set, I'll paint one for you. So just send me two. There's people who, but there there are people who will take you up on that. I'm sure, mm-hmm. right? Yep.